Um, my, a good friend of mine, we grew up together, and his family immigrated from Iran. Uh, they came to L.A. They were very poor. They had no, they didn't have money. They didn't have food. It was really just a very tough situation. There were like seven people in the family living in a little two-bedroom apartment. And what happened was, growing up, because there was so much poverty, he, he basically said to himself, I am not going to put my family through this. I am determined to become very wealthy. Long story short, he pushes his way, gets to college. He has no money to pay for college, university. He takes out all these loans. He finally graduates with a master's degree in business. And when he graduates, he says, okay, I've got all these loans. I've got all this debt and I'm determined to make a lot of money. And he says, um, so he applies, he applies for all these jobs. And one of them gets back to him. And uh, he was hoping to start the next day. And they said, um, you know, just letting you know, you know, the interview was great and everything, but unfortunately we don't think it's gonna work out, you know, uh, but, but thank you for applying. So he calls me up and he tells me what happened. So I, I said to him, I said, so what are you gonna do? I mean, you didn't get the job, what are you gonna do? He says, I'm gonna show up to the office anyway. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I'm gonna show up to the office. The true story, in Manhattan. And the next morning, <laughs> He's a crazy guy, if you know him. He's cra like good crazy. Next morning, he shows up to this workplace and he like walks in. He walks right in as if he works there, sits down at one of the desks, picks up the phone and starts, you know, 9 a.m. making sales calls to his own list of people that he had. And after a little while, somebody picks up like, who is this guy? Whatever. They realize it's kind of strange. So they bring it to one of the uh, one of the managers. Manager walks over. He says, can I help you? He says, yeah, I'm so-and-so. He says, oh, you applied for the position. He said, yes, I did. He said, oh, someone was supposed to call you and let you know. I feel, I feel so bad. There must have been a misunderstanding that uh, unfortunately didn't work out. He goes, no, no, no. They called me. They told me that I didn't get the job. They're like, uh-huh. So why are you here? He says, because I'm going to make calls and I'm going to be very successful. That's why. He says, so if you excuse me, I've got calls to make. And he picks up the phone and he keeps making calls. I'll just tell you the end of the story. He, grew, he thank God he's very successful, does really well in the business, eventually leaves. He starts his own company, does really well with that company, sells that business. Now he has, his, he has a new company. I'll leave it anonymous. Uh, he lives in Beverly Hills. He bought himself a $5 million house. That was just a knockdown. He knocked it down and built himself a nice bigger house. His kids go to yeshiva. He gives a lot of tzedakah. He has chavrusas. He's a, he's, a, he's a real mensch, a real baltzedak and a great guy and, and a good Jew. Um, but, the, but what I think is so powerful about the story is this is the idea. It's impossible. They told him you don't, you don't have the job. They told him not to show up. They told him you can't be successful here. And to him, it was so important. He was so passionate about it. It was so, it was so important that this happens, that he didn't let anything get in the way.